Welcome to the Lost Map Podcast. <laughs> oh, what, what was that? <laughs> well, I guess you could say it's the elephant in the room. Um, I think you'll find this is the elephant in the room. It's Elephants by Fell. Ah! <laughs> By fell, or fellephants, as I believe uh, someone might have just wittily ad-libbed before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, um, guess I, who that someone was, though. Okay, I can't take credit. It was my co-host for this episode of the Lost Map podcast, a surprise guest co-host. It's Laura Doherty. <laughs> Hello. The elephant I'm, in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we need to address the real elephant in the room, which is that, that doesn't really sound like an elephant. Oh. 
Oh, did you? Were you just going to go in thinking I was calling you an elephant? Well, yeah, I thought you were going to do an introduction for me. Speaking of the elephant in the room, picked his trail. <laughs> I got you first. I got you first, so I won. Yes. What did you win, though? Well, I've won a brand new episode of the Lost Map podcast, and it, what's great about that is that everyone's a winner because you all must listen for the next forty-seven to forty-nine minutes, depending on how long the edit is. Judging by so far today, we might not have much to keep in by the end of the show. Now we'll be good. We've got, we've got so much news. Oh, only some of it we can talk about, though. Hmm. Well, yes. Welcome Ooh, to the Lost Map Podcast. This is March 2023 edition of the pod, episode three, series five. Is that where we're at? I can never quite keep tabs on it all. But on today's episode, we will be going through our Postmap Club mailbag. Oh delivering you clips of three tunes that we're giving out to all Postmap Club members this month, as well as an interview with our good friends Free Love, whose brand new album Inside is out now on Lost Map Ooh. Records. And yeah, there'll also be a track from Hairband towards the end of the show. And I've just given away everything. Goodbye. <laughs> it's been great. It's been, it's been a great podcast, guys. We suddenly realised that we've never in any episode kind of given a sort of run through of what might be appearing on the episode. We intend to do it every time and every time we forget. I have to say that now that I've done it, I feel sort of like it's cheapened the podcast yeah. slightly. I feel a little bit like we've given away too much. That sort of air of disappointment has gone. <laughs> 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 or has it been heightened? That's our surprise disappointment that you always feel by the time you get to the end of a regular maybe, episode of the Lost Map podcast. Maybe it'll get better than this. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. <laughs> well, hey, lovely to see you, Laura. Yes, lovely to see you. Last time I saw you was just as we had finished the Lost Map Christmas party, which you'd think was in December, but was actually in early February. I think that is what Jesus would have wanted, though. I mean, it's just Christmas is a busy time, so it's really good if you can have like a catch up dinner with pals in, in, in February, you know, just for your, you know, for his birthday. I know someone who's from Egg who's decided to delay their birthday because they don't want to have a birthday in the winter. And so they decided yeah. that they're delaying their birthday to happen in the summer. But it's quite a big birthday. It's their 40th birthday. And I'm like, you don't get to do that with your 40th birthday. You don't get to uh, just delay listen, <laughs> it like that. Miss- Mr. Tail End of Summer Birthday. Like, September you know, 28th, that... fact fans. <laughs> I don't want to like dox you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as somebody with an early January birthday, well, are you basically going to commit to coming to my birth, my 40th, whenever that may be, uh, in early January? I mean, there's nothing else usually going on. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Oh, great, okay. <laughs> I mean, no, if you move it to the summer, I'm probably going to be busy. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't <laughs> move it. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Whether it's lambing season or festivals or... Do you know what? You've made an excellent point. I'm glad we went through this. So let's just keep your birthday in January as normal. Mm -hmm. Although saying that, I didn't see you at your birthday in January, did I, this year? But I did see you at the Lost Map staff Christmas party in February in Edinburgh. (laughs) And our 10th birthday party. Oh, yes. The Lost Map 10th birthday party at the Oranmore... In Glasgow. I'm getting increasingly conscious about calling these events the 10th anniversary birthday parties because there's going to be a lot of them. We're like the Queen, we get we have like more than one birthday. <laughs> and we might die soon. <laughs> <laughs> I 
might die soon. (laughs) (laughs) Too much partying. Are you talking about Madonna still? Oh, Oh, really? Hello. I got really confused because, as I said, my birthday is in early January and there's some people I hadn't seen yet this year and through in Glasgow and people kept coming up to me and be like, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, I've seen you though. And they're like, no, last Matt birthday. But in my head, because it's, I know it's August is the actual date when lost we Matt's turn 10. Lost actual birthday is the 16th of August. Same as Madonna. Is that true? Aha! Uh-huh. She's not 10, <laughs> but she's like, I don't know, 63 or whatever. It's legitimately, it's Madonna shares a birthday with Lost Matt. Wow, all of a sudden, all these uh, coincidences are not coincidences, <laughs> are they? This is like... No meant to happen maybe madonna is going to come and headline howling fling this year don't give all the secrets away <laughs> for a thousand euros a ticket <laughs> if you're new to the lost map podcast i recommend listening to the previous episode okay that was a little public service announcement for you there <laughs> but yeah you're right i had that too a lot of people came up to me during our 10th anniversary celebration at celtic connections in glasgow at oran Moor. a lot of folk came up to me and were like happy birthday as well and I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Although mostly it's because I'd drunk quite a lot of booze by that point and had no idea what anyone was saying. <laughs> Get away from me. Who are you? Do you know what? I was hungover that day because I'd had an, a delayed family Christmas party the night before. So I was hungover. And, and so I may have been sweaty and confused when people came up and spoke to me. It was a great, fun, I was going to say evening, but day. It was an entire day. It felt like a week. It was a very long day. I did see a few comments afterwards about we missed the lost map dinner break. Yeah. (laughs) Online. We all all missed the dinner break. (laughs) I definitely missed the dinner break. As I mentioned in this month's newsletter, I decided to pace myself throughout the day by just having Mm -hmm. one beer per act. But I forgot that I had to perform and I'd had about five pints by that point and then a sixth one. And uh, (laughs) it felt like a long time. Leading up to the um, performance. But I had a great time. Really loved seeing everyone play. As I sort of mentioned on stage that night, like I don't really get to see that many gigs. It's quite odd being someone who is involved in music and doesn't actually get to see <laughs> get to see that many shows. So it was a real treat for me, if no one else. <laughs> I mean, it was all a treat for all of us to see you in your post-paint glory all the way through to the end. You were an absolute trooper. Thanks. And... Oranmore, what a, a funny venue. Like, you know, you go from this like slightly scabby basement venue but then go upstairs to this palace. It's just, oh, it's not really, it's not scabby. It's nice downstairs, but compared to the upstairs. It's, a, it's more of a theatre space downstairs, isn't yeah. it, the basement? It's like very dark, everything's black. And yeah, they normally have play a pint, a pint, a pie and a play. Play a pint and a pie. A, pie, a play a, a pie and a pint. Is that what it is? A play a pie and a pint. I'll have a pie, a pie and a pie. <laughs> And a bike going. <laughs> but they have that down there, so because it's perfect. It's like a dark space, so it's perfect for that sort of thing. And then Nobody upstairs, can see you eating pies. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, upstairs is this incredible palatial auditorium with like murals by Alistair Gray and just mm. an incredible royal blue and gold colour everywhere. It just looks incredible. And it sounded great in there as well. I remember watching LT Leaf perform with their band and just being blown away like how the natural reverb of the place really accentuated all the the atmosphere and the leaf songs and in everyone's songs we played in there it was great really cool yeah i didn't get to see everyone because i was on merch stall duty and tell you what those new 10th year anniversary t-shirt designs that we have 
flying off the shelves. As far as t-shirts are concerned, it is our birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we sold tons on that day. Like over half the stock that we bought in one day, which is incredible. Thank you to all those who've purchased a shirt. There are mm. more shirts in our web shop at the moment. And we're going to have a bunch of stock up on our Bandcamp page on Bandcamp Friday, which is the 3rd of March. Yes, two days time if you're listening on the 1st. Which you should be. You should be listening on the 1st of March. This should be part of, like, it's our routine to make sure that this podcast mm. is ready for you on the first day of every month. And I think as part <laughs> of that deal, you as a listener should be listening. The least you can do. I mean, really? 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 <laughs> Madonna, you, you're listening, right? I hear you. Give this a little tweet. Spread the word of the Lost Map podcast. If you are a fan of this podcast, I always listen to podcasts and they're like, oh, if you're a fan of this podcast, go into Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And that it really helps us with people finding the podcast. And I'd like to sort of recommend that same advice to our listener. <laughs> but um, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Does yeah. it does it make a difference? Have you noticed any? Like, who is browsing on Apple Podcasts for a new podcast to listen to? That's not how podcasts work these days, is it? You know exactly what you want to listen to and you type it in and you find it. Yeah, I suppose so. I guess word of mouth. Just go up to somebody at a bus stop and <laughs> just ask them what the fuck Postmap Club is and see how they respond. I mean, that's unrelated to the podcast, but you can just... <laughs> <laughs> it's not really spreading the word of the podcast just going up some random stranger in a bus stop <laughs> do you see my badge do you care what that is that's, that's post map club but Johnny oh what the fuck <laughs> oh it's post map club what the fuck is post map club <laughs> let's find out with the jingle post map club post map club post map club a very nice club Early in the morning Just as day is dawning Victor's trail is talking Loads of shite Postmap Club is a way to get new music from us every month either through your door or straight to your digital inbox Every month we send our club members two, sometimes three postcards these postcards feature unique artwork and contain download codes linking you to the new releases from the label. Postmap members get access to exclusive sessions, a monthly newsletter from Pictus Trail. Hi. <laughs> That's him. That's me. Exclusive merchandise and a reusable discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our web shop and 10% anything on our Bandcamp. Ooh. Remember that Bandcamp Friday on the 3rd of March? That's the one. Oh, get ready. Don't forget. <laughs> It's also home of our residency project, Visitations. Visitations. Where we invite artists to spend a week writing and recording on the Isle of Egg. Postmap Club members can get access to recent releases from the likes of Alaya Enyo, Makeness, and Emma Cooper. When you sign up, you'll get a bumper pack of postcards, including this month's postcards, last month's postcards, the most recent series of Visitations. 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 <laughs> all along with a membership badge. <laughs> There are currently three tiers of membership starting at just £3 a month. All three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is that if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. We have an annual gift membership option as well as digital-only subscriptions. Postmark Club is a nice way for you to support what we do as a label. And if you enjoy the podcast, you like the music, and you want to hear more, then sod it. Join the club. For more info on how to become a member or how you can give the gift of Postmap all year round, Find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash club.
club. What's that address again? Lostmap.com forward slash club. Yes. Hopefully Joel will put in loads of applause. <laughs> Excellent work there on that Postmap Club information intro there, Laura. Fantastic work. You're doing great work. At the top of the show, you heard a track by Fell. It's a song called Elephants, and it's featuring as part of our Postmap Club this month. The track itself is taken from Fell's most recent album, Mallow's Marsh, and the postcard comes with an exclusive B-side. It's a re-recording of their song, Sense of Time which they released as a postcard about three years ago when all the lockdown started. And when, uh, when we all lost our collective sense of time. Exactly. And now that sense of time has been regained and it's now in a much higher studio quality. They <laughs> recorded this version of the song, Sense of Time, while recording Mallow's Marsh. And yeah, it's really beautiful. And you can hear that exclusively if you're a member of Postmap Club. Also in this month's mail out, we have a postcard from Amy Mae Ellis. This is a brand new single taken from her forthcoming album. This is a track called Wild Geese. The cleft, the cry, deny the feeling that is not quite sitting right. I see wild geese, although their wings are not touching the city, they're too far away from here to here, too far away from here to here, it's been hilly, one thing, one thing, one thing will do, one days I get to see a view. That was a clip of Wild Geese by Amy Mae Ellis, taken from her forthcoming album Overling and Bell, which is out on the 12th of May. And the postcard, which is out this month, features that track plus a remix from our good friend Deli Finger, as well as a home recorded demo version of the song by Amy herself. What a beautiful tune. It was so nice to see Amy at our Celtic Connection show, wasn't it? Yeah, that was our first time meeting her in real life. and. Thank God she's bloody good, right? Thank God. God. <laughs> what a, it's always a relief when you see an artist live who you're putting the album out of and <laughs> they're good. It's Oh, thank God. It's always a relief when you've spent the money on making hundreds of copies of a bit of vinyl by someone who you've never seen perform live on stage. But tell you what, it's that rush that you, there's nothing like it. There's nothing quite like the rush of when they go on stage and they're like, who knows, they could go either way. It's a drug, I tell you, and that's why we keep doing it. That's why we keep doing it at Lost Map. I tell you what, though, it, it did make me quite thirsty. And I think that's when I had my first pint of the day was out of relief watching Amy Mayellis perform a fantastic set at our <laughs> The delicious, delicious relief. Yeah. But I think, yeah, a total crowd favourite from what I heard. Like, again, on the merch desk and everyone rushing to buy tea towels and EPs and everything that we had. Oh, she so had tea towels for sale, if, didn't she? That's the, something I never think of as tea towels in terms of merch. 
us because if you had more Yorkshire about you, maybe you would. I was going to say she cleaned up there, but um, I'm not sure how absorbent the actual details are. (laughs) That was Amy May Ellis with Wild Geese, the second of our post-map club postcards this month. Wild Geese, you've already heard some elephants. (laughs) 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 I forgot how to do an elephant then. I think we all forgot. (laughs) You've heard wild geese, horg. You've heard <laughs> elephants, <laughs> and now you're going to get to hear a bell, not, <laughs> not an animal, sadly. Ding, 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 ding. Is it? Maybe it's like a boxing match between an elephant and a, and a goose. Oh yeah. Who that, do you think would win? Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Let's listen to the GN band with their song, the Bell Song. The GN Band on the Postmap Club. <laughs> That's a brand new track from the GN Band, aka George Nichols, a very talented guitarist and singer, producer, got lovely hair. He plays in a whole bunch of different bands. He's very great at fishing. He's great at fishing. He does love yep. to fish. He came over to Egg last year with the, the band Makeness, with whom he plays guitar. And despite having driven pretty much non-stop from London up to Malig, taking the ferry over to Egg, it must have been like almost a 20-hour journey. He decided that he had to immediately start fishing. And do you know what he caught? What did he catch? All of our hearts. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Who's all of our hearts? (laughs) He was on great form that weekend. That was last year's Howland Fling family gathering, island family gathering on Egg. It was great to hang out. And that started a beautiful relationship with the GN band. We've released three singles by the GN band so far. It's Nuts and I Don't Know Why I Try and this new track, The Bell Song, which is available as part of Postmap Club this month. And it comes with an exclusive demo recording of the song. And they also brought us the unofficial Lost Map anthem with the song of Ac- the mayor of Acton Town. The Acton Anthem. Even, the Acton Anthem. <laughs> When was it? It was like our Festy Bonkers episode of Festy the pod- Bonkers <laughs> of the podcast last last year. Was um, that like July or August? It was like August, yeah. <laughs> GN played a character called Ollie Nonce Thomas presenting <laughs> a BBC Three pilot called Festy Bonkers, in which he interviewed the mayor of Acton, and in which the mayor of Acton performed this incredible song. I don't know if it has been written by the hand of GN or if it's 
the mayor of Acton himself who wrote it, but it was it's an incredible song. And I think you're going to perform a rendition of it for us now, Laura, aren't you? <laughs> Got lots of things and lots of shots and buy some clothes and buy some clocks, a bottle of pills, a pair of socks, can even, even buy an eagle. I have no idea how many times we have sung Can Even Buy an Eagle to one another in the past six months. Too much. <laughs> Just sometimes it's all we say to one another. The lost map Christmas dinner back in the beginning of February was just us reciting the Mayor of Acton song to one another, which sadly is not available on this month's postcard yet. yet. Um, but if you've enjoyed the music that you've heard so far in today's show, you can purchase it by becoming a member of Postmap Club and you'll get all three postcards with all those tracks on them, with all the exclusive extra stuff on it and all the other benefits that Laura's already told you about. You just have to rewind the episode and listen to all those benefits again. Or you can just go to lostmap.com forward slash club. So yes, now we come to the interview section of today's episode and... The interview in this month's episode is with Susie Cook and Lewis Cook of the band Free Love. We first got introduced to Susie and Lewis back in 2018 when they came over and took part in our visitations, visitations. visitations. project. That actually happened in 2017, but the podcast that we recorded came out in 2018. <laughs> And yes, they came over to the Isle of Egg and recorded an EP for us. And there's two whole episodes of the podcast in series one where we chat to them very much in depth about the making of that EP, plus their love of Slipknot from memory. I think that's what happened. And yes, we caught up with them again for today's episode about the making of their brand new album, Inside, which has just come out on Lost Map Records. We'll tell you more about where you can pick up a copy of that album, but here are Susie and Lewis right now to tell you about what they've been up to since 2018 and the making of Inside. studio full ashram celestial garden mm -hmm. which is in our house and sits looking over the city we've got lovely gray skies ahead of us as far as the eye can see yeah still a good view though yes yeah, nice and this morning we have been looking after our son answering emails and all sorts of other exciting things and also trying out a little bit of an old effects pedal that I've I got ages ago and just got power supply back for. So good morning, all in all. Yeah.
2018 feels like a really long time ago now. Yeah. But at the same time, not really. Yeah, I guess. I think it's when you think about it in terms of numbers, it's like 2023 now, which is mad. Yeah. Yeah, we did that first record as Free Love. That record was, it was really nice for us to do because we kind of created our own themes for that record, but it was nice to be able to just do it in a a different space. Totally blank canvas. Yeah, and to have those parameters to work with as well. And then Luxury Hits as well felt really nice to be doing that, which is a sort of record we did afterwards and we self-released. Yeah, it felt like there was some more like kind of songs there and we were sort of finding our feet with what we wanted to do live. We were sort of finding our feet with Happy Meals as well. But I think with Free Love, we were kind of able to sort of develop it a little bit more. And then after that, we released Extreme Dance Anthems. It's <laughs> always funny to when I say the name of it. We kind of had an idea for what we wanted to do there. I don't know, I'm sort of reluctant to vocalise exactly what each record is because I think it's different things to different people. But yeah, we've tried to do something different on every record. Yeah, um, definitely. I think it's like it's always been quite exciting to kind of leave the door open to, you know, whatever direction we want yeah. to go in and not feel like we have to kind of sit in one direction. And I think, I think you know, with some bands... Their, their lyrics and stuff like that are like very revealing. Here's a song about this and this mm. is very obviously this is what song about. That can be great. But I think just because they're not all like that doesn't mean that they're not all quite personal songs as well. And mm. I think they all kind of reflect different things that's going on in our lives as well. And I think like this latest record does reflect how we made the record, when we made the record. And, and where our heads were at the yeah, time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which was during lockdown. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why it's called Inside, amongst other reasons. It's funny because some of the tracks that were started before lockdown, had the, the sort of seeds of the ideas, and then over the course of time, it, the songs totally changed. Mm. But that's quite a normal thing for us anyway. We've got about like five or six versions of every... Every track. Every fucking song. Only five done. or six? Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, there is honestly versions of tracks, which is like version 48 and stuff like that. And it's not, I'm not even exaggerating. It'd be a cool thing to like put together a record or a mix or something. Of offcuts. Of offcuts, yeah. yeah. Some of them are so drastically different. I think the only track that we've ever released two versions of is everyone. A big part of our process, whether we like it or not, is kind of we'll work on something and we'll be really, really into it. And then either we'll forget about it mm. or go off piste. And be like, oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> and then come back to it like a few months later and be yeah. like, oh, but what if it was like this? That's like maybe a good thing and a bad thing I about the fact that we're a so. couple. Yeah. As well. We spend all our time together. So when we're making music, it's an extension of that. And then it sort of makes you be extra scrutinous about yeah. the stuff. And you can be like, well, no, that's not good. And this is good. Yeah. But then... There's, and also, there's something special about when you're playing, you know, when you're playing with a, a group of other musicians, it's like, this is the time that you're recording. That's what I was going to say. We don't really designate like, okay, you know, Tuesday at four o'clock, we've booked a studio for recording. It is kind of an extension I, of our know, daily life. Really. The funny thing is, I think having Echo has made our life a little bit more like that, where we've got yeah. to be a bit more on it. Yeah, that's and, true. Which is good, actually. And I feel like we have actually got quite a lot more done. In that way, and it feels like we're kind of getting a bit more organised. I'm excited for working on the next record as well because I think we'll be working with Paul Thompson on drums, and mm. it will also be nice to be yeah just in the studio and, and have someone else to bounce off of, and maybe also have feel to a wee plan bit around. yeah maybe feel a wee bit more responsible to not like go around in circles over and over and over again. <laughs> 
because <laughs> I think we'll we do see. do that sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I mean, I do, I do as much as I'm sort of being a wee bit deprecating of our process. I, I do like the way we do it, and I, I think like painful at the time but it can be painful but yeah. it's also it gets us where we want to be you I know and it so. gets i'm proud of the music we made either things come together very quickly and it's like an immediate like you can hear the track before it's finished or it's like that kind of looping round process of going round and coming back and going round and coming back so there's some tracks on the record that you know there's various different versions open the door was lots and lots of different versions of that yeah it's and a actually feeling... more than one song the chorus uh, yeah. should we all stay the same was actually from a different song I'd that's right yeah mm-hmm. it's a feeling had Lots of different versions. And it was actually only last minute that the sort of first yeah, verse right. of it, it kind of got all changed. I kind of yeah. just felt it had a, a nicer flow to it. I Become yeah. was uh, quite a weird one because we actually had the sort of like bass line, which is just like one note really, but it's sort of rhythmic. It's the only one that was we had elements of it that were recorded outside of our own studio. We went to Dystopia. Yeah, we wanted like a variety of live percussion on it. And so we went and recorded some live percussion there and the vocals as well were recorded there. Oh, that's right. But it was weird because the actual song wasn't really written there. It was actually just over a drone that most of the vocals and the percussion mm. were kind of recorded. And then the chords came in after and some of the other synth came in. And it was like, but it was nice. It's almost like it's kind of revealed. It reveals itself. You have these like elements of vocals and things like that. And then you start to play these chords over the top of it. And it's like, it's almost like we were kind of jamming with ourselves or something. And, yeah, it was cool. It was, um, it was really fun. Nice going into like a big open space. I think both of us really feel so fortunate to be able to record. Like Full Astrum has taken like many, many different guises and has been in many different places. But going out into somebody else's studio or like you know another creative space I think was quite a good thing as well quite an interesting thing to play with yeah and again it comes back to that sort of being like holding ourselves accountable mm. as well to, yeah. to, to other people where it's like we can't just do endless maybe tapes that's of things what like... we're slowly learning yeah <laughs> yeah maybe that's well, how yeah. free love is developed yeah genuinely I mean I think I think as like collaborating and things like that especially after you not really being able to collaborate with anyone you know we're yeah, just we're totally. just doing this it's just the two of us. we're lucky that we live together and you know we were able to work together throughout and keep working together um, yeah. pandemic etc but it is good to be able to open up to other musicians so it's and, not too insular yeah, yeah exactly
like a track that we had recorded for Luxury Hits mm. a long time ago. It didn't um, really feel like it fitted though. No, it was actually on the album for a long time and then one of these last minute decisions were like, no, I don't think it's right for this record. And I'm glad we didn't put it on that record because it does, it feels like it's much more this record. Mm. It's funny because we do record a lot of stuff that's a bit more disruptive. Again, the same way we've got lots of versions of different tracks. We've got tracks that are just like, I don't know whether this is us or whether this is like something mm. that, that fits with the records. And it's, so it's kind of like we always, when it comes to putting an album together, we've got to piece it together afterwards and be like, right, what is this record? What goes on and what doesn't go on? Yeah, and kind of listen back to like other things that we've recorded. Yeah. I think like that's quite an interesting part of the process as well. There's definitely always a point, like a few months before the record's finished, where we're kind of looking at a collection of, potential tracks and we're like how does this fit together yeah. it's sort of equally distressing yeah, and exciting as well because <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like a mammoth task yeah to, to, but then it's it, like but... you know like the painting kind of like comes together from yeah. lots of different angles it's not like a linear That's and then true. this track and then this track and then yeah. you kind of actually i think there's always kind of a moment where we're almost taken by surprise where we're like fuck Right, that's, oh, yeah, that's we made the record. record. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I think, um, yeah, it was nice finding a place for Golden Goose yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely uh, felt like it was. It's kind of like in, the production was definitely inspired by like early Human League, mm. like pre Dare sort of sounds. What's the one about sericulture? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Um... The only song about <laughs> silkworm trade. Now. <laughs> Ah, uh, boiling. Being boiled. Being yeah, boiled. Yeah, yeah. We bit, we bit of that kind of like using some of the sounds, which yeah, are like all the percussion sounds. Are, once we finish this, it's such yeah. a good track. All the, all the kind of like percussion sounds are just like synth, monosynth mm. sounds, and, and it's the same on that track. In fact, strangely enough, I was just talking about that flanger that I just got the power supply for. That track used that flanger quite a lot, from what I remember. That's something you like to play with quite a lot, what? like kind of making drum sounds from like. Sense yeah, like especially yeah. the mini log. Uh, yeah, and the MS20 is actually my favourite one for doing it. Did you do that in any of the other tracks? Or just uh, interview you for this? I mean, podcast? almost, yeah, <laughs> almost, almost all tracks, really. It's like if you listen to something like Don Le Noir or mm. Open the Door, there's lots of like percussion sounds or like kind of rhythmic elements, mm. which are just like one sound that are being played by a synth. And I mean, Yellow Magic Orchestra definitely listen mm. to some of the, the way they kind of got percussion sounds. I mean, I like classic drum machine sounds a lot and they're on the record, but I, th I think there's something really nice and organic about a sort of moving analog synth that maybe just playing one note, but sort of repeating. Mm. It's, it's a bit laborious, the whole process of recording one note like on a loop for like four minutes or whatever. But, I don't know. I like to think it adds something to the recording. And I think about some of the records that I love that use these sort of techniques. And I know that, like, they kind of went through the same process of putting those records together. And I think, well, if I want to make a record that sounds as good as, as those, you just got to do it. But I, I, I do enjoy making percussion I sounds. I think that's the sense. thing with making electronic music as well. Like, if it was like a, you know, an orchestral thing, somebody would be playing that one note. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Part of the challenge of making electronic music interesting is making it feel organic and real and i remember mm. it's like even as a wee and i think this is a testament to the truth of it because like even as a wee guy i remember hearing like craft work and stuff like that and i grew up with like electronic music everywhere but even as a wee guy i remember hearing craft work and thinking like why is this different this is amazing like it feels the instruments feel very different they feel like alive and 
even though they're all electronic, there's something about it that feels different from like a lot of other electronic music you hear in sort of normal pop culture. And I guess at that time as well, but in sort of like, you know, thinking around sort of 2000s and things like that, everything was like super digital and it'd be like, well, you can just copy and paste that. Why would you bother playing it in twice? It would be mad mm. to do it that way. I think the analogue and, and the sort of tendency to, to look at those sort of details has come back a lot more, even in like mainstream pop music that like you can hear. Like even like Carly Rae Jepsen's latest record, I use her as an example of like, I guess like mainstream pop music. But you can hear in production of it, it's like, you know, it's analog drum machines mm. and like synths and things. Like that. And I can, I know that because I recognize the sounds. But it's interesting that even in, in that sort of pop world for pop music, like yeah, that's the copyists of pop, they're, they're still, they're, they're kind of going, oh, let's let's start using some of these instruments as well. And there's, there's, I guess there's maybe good reason for like it. your ear gets a bit bored if it's just like the same kind of digital pattern that's kind of round and round again. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, if you're into Carly Rae Jepsen, you'll love Golden Goose, what we're saying. Yeah, good point. Yet to announce most of them, but we will have some exciting things coming up in Scotland, England, and beyond. Wales, don't know where else. <laughs> so other places into Europe as well. So yeah, we've got we've got some things coming up, which is good. Looking forward to that because we had to take a little break from playing whilst Echo was gestating. Well, he been... still played shows while he was. Yeah, no, that's true. Actually, we played shows when when you were pregnant, but it's just like since he's been born. We yeah. just took a wee break. It's extra exciting now. We're playing Paul as well because we played our first gig, as you it's know. It's part of a Lost Map showcase. Yeah, and that was that was really fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, looking forward to doing more of that. We're taking on lots of different things, as always, taking on, trying to spin in lots of plates. But we're doing this thing called Full Ashram Resonant Module. And that's sort of exploring some of the more meditative, celestial sounds. Yeah, it's nice to kind of come back to that stuff again as well. Yeah, yeah. Give it some we're, attention. We're sort of exploring that live and we'll be doing that at Platform, which is an Easter house. And we're working with another artist, Chalo, who's going to be doing vigils. Yeah, really excited for it. Yeah, it's just great. And it's like a kind of installation performance. We're still working on the details of it, but it's uh, really excited about what it's going to be. I feel like there's lots of other things I'm just forgetting. Check out our Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> we'll update it at some point. <laughs> yeah. 
That was It's a Feeling by Free Love and it's taken from their brand new album Inside. Thank you to Susie and Lewis for chatting us through the making of the album just there. Very interesting to hear how it all came together. Very interested to hear the influence that Carly Rae Jepsen's had <laughs> on the making of the record. First time I've had Carly Rae Jepsen mentioned on the podcast, surprisingly with me sitting here, but you know. You're a big fan, aren't you? I ended up with a little cold after the Lost Map Celtic Connections party and I couldn't actually go and see her live, which is a shame. Oh, was she playing recently? Yeah, she played in Glasgow. And were her tickets comparably priced to Madonna's? I think it was under 40 quid. So I could have seen Carly like 10 times before I saw Madonna. <laughs> but I didn't because I was sick. But who I did see at Celtic Connections... Here we go. ...was Free Love. Their first gig since their, their Since Baby was Echo born. was born, that's right. Baby Echo. They were joined by a new addition on stage, not their son. They were joined on stage, as you heard in the interview there, by Paul Thompson, who they've just started collaborating with. And that's that's really exciting, isn't it? Like that performance at Kelly Connections was yeah. so mesmeric. We should need to give shout outs to all the, I don't know, cult members who are on stage oh, as well. Oh, they're called Energy Vessels. The Energy Vessels, who were amazing as well. Free Love are like, have been like one of my favourite acts for years and years and certainly one of my favourite live acts. Anytime oh, yeah. I've seen them perform, it's always been totally captivating. But like the show Such that they put experience. on now is like, it's the best I've ever seen them. And yeah. the addition of Paul on stage just really adds like an extra level to the energy on stage. It's oh like my God, yeah. incredible. And then these energy vessels who are like sort of human statues on stage, they're very alluring and yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> If you if you get a chance mm. to see them live at any point in the future, do it because well, I've got some good news. You will about not that. regret. <gasps> There's going to be some announcements about free love shows happening later on during this month of March. Ooh. I don't even think I've told you that, have I? I, I did tell you. Told me, you have told me, but <laughs> Was I, I can't drunk? remember what <laughs> I can't remember what we can and can't talk about, Johnny. Oh God. Which leads me on to another thing. Yes. Well, before you get led on to that other thing, if you wish to purchase a copy of Inside by Free Love, you can do so from the Lost Map web shop. If you're a member of the Postmap Club, you get a 15% discount. And we've got an exclusive pink version of the vinyl available up on our web shop and on our Bandcamp. It's also available on the Free Love's Bandcamp as well, so you can purchase from them if you wish to. There's also a very unique dinked edition of the album, which is available in participating shops, and it's selling very quickly. So please pick up a copy soon. Anyway, what was that you were saying about things we can't talk about? We're actually recording this slightly earlier than usual i don't want to ruin the illusion for anyone but yeah we've got an exciting project lined up this year is this rubbish to talk about but we can't actually say what it is i think it's tantalizing isn't it, can, is it be, maybe people can guess what it is maybe people could write in and and guess what they think the project is and um <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could do that yeah yes do that yeah. <laughs> it's um a recording project lost map got some funding to do a collective recording project which is starting in this next week right at the beginning of march so yeah if you try and get in touch with me during the beginning of march i won't be answering my emails I mean, i'd like to tell you a bit more about this collective project but i can't because i have literally no idea what it's yeah. going to be like i mean this is actually really good for keeping a secret because we know that if anyone knows johnny johnny loves a gossip I'm but, really shit at keeping secrets. I really am. <laughs> Listen, if you want anything to go around, hold on, <laughs> where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Then just tell Johnny. Look, that's actually secret. cleared up. I saw the doctor, and it's not there anymore. It wasn't me that was responsible for it. <laughs> anyway, that'll be fun to talk about. Maybe not next month. Well, I mean, it'll be fun whenever we talk about it. What I mean is, when we can talk about it, it'll I think be the fun. fruits of it will emerge yeah. in the summer, which is when our actual mm-hmm. birthday is. And actually, this brings me on to a point because um, we've been chatting a lot about the tenth year of Lost Map. We're planning on putting out a compilation during the summer at some point to yeah mark ten years of Lost Map and yeah some of our greatest hits, maybe some of our greatest misses, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, doing a compilation like our favorite tracks and some rarities, rarities. <laughs> Rarities? If you, dear listener, have any suggestions as to what should be on that Lost Map 10th anniversary compilation, please do get in touch. Send us an email to club at lostmap.com with your top 10 Lost Map tracks. I'd love to know what you would have on your compilation. And let me tell you, we will select one of the entries at random and you will be given said compilation not the compilation that you've chosen the one that we've eventually selected but you will you'll, unless you'll receive something good unless of course we go <laughs> with your it, suggestion yeah, yeah like you never know what i suspect is that people know. will just send in a top 10 which is just the mayor of acton's <laughs> <You're kidding laughs> it's quite hard to sing in harmony because there's a delay on our <laughs> on our audio but i think we we nailed it there so that's all the stuff that we cannot talk about but something we can talk about is this final track for today's episode which is by the band Hairband. we released a postcard of last month this is a track from that postcard it's called surfacing and it appears on their forthcoming album under the plow which is coming out on lost map in april and i'm hoping we'll have an interview with the band in next month's episode do you see how it all ties together mm, like a little hair band all tied together neatly nice <laughs> Maybe we should have done a complimentary hairband with each copy of the cassette. There's still time. There's probably not time, is there? Used cassettes, used hairbands. I am looking at one on my desk right now. So, hey, are you the lucky person who can get my used hairband? There we go. That's the competition for you there. Send in your top 10 lost map tracks and you might receive Laura Rarity's (laughs) used hairband. Well, Johnny... As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I had no idea what you were going to say then. As always, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and as always, big love to our good friend Joe Cormack for editing today's episode. Lovely mm. to see you. <clears throat> Lovely to see you, Laura. I'll see you again next month. Yes, yeah, see you next month. And we can not talk about or talk about everything to our heart's content. Oh, there'll be some gossip, definitely. Oh, yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye!